if for example they want to move the needle in their business after their kids are in bed or start their business or start writing their book or start their podcast or whatever they want to do they can carve out that time and say okay so let's say four days a week i'm going to work on this between the hours of eight and ten but if something comes up and you want to spend time with your husband like you could say okay i'll do this tomorrow instead like you have the flexibility to do that it doesn't have to be set in stone and it can change like as your kids get older and their bedtimes get later maybe they start school and you have actually like six hours during the day to work on this stuff then you can change your schedule like it doesn't have to be set in stone Hey, my name is Kelly Heil and I'm here to show you that it's totally possible to do what you love while raising the ones you love. It took me far too long to figure out how to balance my new role of mom while overcoming mom guilt and still living my best creative life. Motherhood does not mean we have to throw who we used to be aside and stop making art or writing books. That's why I created this podcast. I want to inspire you to live intentionally. Whether you're a mom who gets up at 5 a.m. or a night owl who has another cup of coffee at midnight, we can do this. And I'm spotlighting women who are doing this. Grab a coffee, grab a notebook, get ready to change your life. This is the Moms Who Create podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Moms Who Create podcast. In the previous episode, I spoke about PodFest. Today's guest, Alyssa Morton, is someone I met there and instantly connected with. Alyssa is a highly respected entrepreneur, mother of two, wife, author, and goal getter. Alyssa works with women and moms to empower them to become better versions of themselves in life and in business. Alyssa is also the host of the Making Mommy Moves show and co-host of the Power Couple show, owner of multiple successful businesses, author of Welcome to the Room Mama, which was just released yesterday and is already a bestseller, and she runs two blogs on her personal brand and business websites. You'll want to stick around for the end of the episode. She is giving away her brand new bestselling book to three of you lovely mamas who screenshot and share this episode. So enjoy your conversation. Liz, it's so good to see you. I haven't seen you since PodFest where we met. I feel like we just kind of hit it off and became kindred spirits. <laughs> Thank you for being here talking to me today. Your book just came out which I am super stoked about. So if you're listening to this episode, you can go right now and get her book. She's about to tell you about it, but it's called Welcome to the Room, Mama. So excited. I already ordered a signed copy. <laughs> it's coming. So be jealous. <laughs> I know. I had so much fun meeting you at podcast. We hung out like the whole weekend together after we met. I saw your Pachacucha and I was like, oh my gosh, we need to talk. So we met at dinner and we chatted for hours and then we did breakfast and we were just buddies. So it was fun. But thank you for having me on your show because I'm excited to be here and see your face and talk to you again and yeah. tell everybody about my book. Yes. <laughs> oh man. So when you told me you wrote a book, I was like, okay, because that's like my thing is like talking to moms who write books. So you tell me about your book and then I looked on your website. I was like, this is good. Like this is going to be really good. I'm excited for this. So let's just start out, tell everybody, just introduce yourself to everybody, and then just tell us about your book that is out and give us all the information about it. 
Yeah, so I'm 26 and I have five different businesses. So I started five businesses before I was actually 25. Um, And I've got two little babies under two years old. Well, now they're one and two, but when I started, they were under two. And when I was building these businesses, I had never felt more fulfilled in my life, even though I was working more than I ever had, not sleeping, you know, barely showering, like all those things that come with having toddlers and babies and all those things. And with my first pregnancy, I was still working like a normal job. And it was like the most awful experience of my life postpartum. And then also just working in the space. So the second time around, I was like, this is a whole new experience. And I actually enjoyed like every part of it. So basically, like my book, I had this idea as I was building these businesses that I needed to share the story and help inspire other moms to do it too. And it's been a work in progress. Like for the last year I had different ideas. And then in November of this past year, I actually like started working with a coach and we brought it to life and now it's here. It's it launched yesterday. (laughs) Yay. Welcome to the room mama. So what made you come up? I'm just curious. What made you come up with that title? So in the book, I talk about really like building community because as I was starting my businesses and every new business that I created, less and less people would support it like especially in my circle. So that was like my parents, that was friends, like they just didn't get it. They didn't get what I was doing. They didn't get anything. So you really need to create a space and like attract the people that you want to be around as far as the ones that are going to support you. They're going to make you happy. Like they're going to inspire you, maybe even mentor you, like just support you all the way around. So at some point in the book, I say, all of these people will welcome you to the room. And that's how the title came to be. That is good. I listened to, I know you have the first chapter available. Uh, Also, it was one of your last podcast episodes. Oh, everyone. She also has a podcast. She has a thousand businesses and everything she does. Yes, a (laughs) one-year-old and a two-year-old. I'm still like, what? Like how? But I was listening to the first chapter. You were reading it. And you said something that said, um, you're talking about being, I texted myself. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You were staying at this job that you hated Mm -hmm. and you said you were going to leave. And then, um, you know, your boss was like, can you just, you know, stay for a little bit, finish this, do this, whatever. And you said, tragically, I stayed because it was comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I was like, isn't that what we do? Isn't Mm -hmm. that what we do? And the fact that you said tragically really kind of like summed it up too, because doing things comfortably is so easy Mm -hmm. you know like you know what to expect you know like your limits you know the outcome it's reliable and even though it's not pushing you it's not challenging you like it's not fueling your soul or making you happy you stay because that's what you know and that's what you expect and you know what is going to come of it and we do this with relationships we do this with jobs we do this with everything and mm-hmm. really, like, for me, what needed to change was my career. And I know I talk about that in that first chapter and give you, like, a intro as to, like, how I even came to be, like, with the businesses. So thank you for reading it. And thank you for listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. I was, like, I was listening to it as I was driving. Um, I dropped my daughter off and I was, like, okay, I'm going to listen to this. And I'm just in the car, like, yes, yes. Like, I'm literally, like, talking <laughs> out loud, using my hands, driving. People in front of me probably thought I was, like, road raging. And I was, like, yes, I can't wait. To read the Thank you. I know I'm just going to binge it right when it comes. Some encouraging, you could say self-help mm-hmm. books can just be like fluff. You know, they can just be, just say the things that you hear over and over and over. Mm-hmm. But like you started out with a personal story. It's not just starting out like 
oh, I started at the top and, you know, like, here's no. how you can join me at the top. It's not like that. It's like you started with a personal story of before you started anything and what you were going through and why you wanted to change. You also mentioned that you didn't want your children to see you basically being comfortable. All your children know when they're little is what they see. So if they see whatever they see you doing, they think that's just normal. That's mm-hmm. just how we act. That's what we do. So kind of like in my Pecha Kucha, Pecha Kucha, Pecha, kind of like in yes. my podcast talk, <laughs> talk, if you tell your kids or show your kids, like you can create your own business, you can do this, you can do that, whatever. You don't have to be comfortable. You don't have to stay in place. You don't have to be in this box of what everybody else does. I think that's like the big game changer in momhood. You know, you yes. don't, it's, you know what I'm trying to say? I could just ramble on this forever, but you kind of said that in your first chapter, You're, you didn't want your kids to grow up seeing you in something you just hate. Yeah, there was no benefit at all. Mm-hmm. It was like a four foot by eight foot box. I'd walk in and there'd be mouse droppings on the desk. Like the <sighs> lights would give you migraines, like no windows. And I was there for 10 years of my life. And 10 like, years, wow. I started, it was my uncle's business. I was 12 years old and I was filing and then he sold the business and I was still there. And it's like everything around me is moving forward and I'm still here. Mm-hmm. And at this point I had a daughter. I was pregnant again with my next one. And it's like this isn't what I want them to see. Like, this is not what you're capable of doing. Like you're worth so much more than this. And I want them to know that and to know that I believe that of myself. And like you said, like your kids are watching what they're watching, what you eat, they're watching what you do. They're watching like the things that you say Mm -hmm. and what you're doing for your job and your career and what you're going after. They can see that you're happy. They can see that you're mad. They can see that you're stressed. So I want to see them like me going after my dreams and fulfilling like everything that I'm trying to do in my life. And know that they can do it too. Yes. Amen, sister. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I think everybody can relate to that. Like, oh, yeah. It's just, yeah. But not everybody takes initiative on that. They it's, don't. It's sad. You don't have to go strive to be the president or 24-7 do things that make you feel uncomfortable. Like, it's okay to, like, play Mario Kart and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But your lifestyle and your job or hobbies or whatever – I think you should make sure you said the word worth, which was good, that you have some sort of worth in yourself with what you're doing to show, even with like my daughters, like dating, my husband, he'll take them like on a date, you know, every now and then to go out and he opens the car door for him, does things like that. So when they get older, he's like, I want them to have high standards when it comes to a Mm -hmm. guy, like not a guy that goes and buys like a Tiffany necklace or something, but like a guy with manners, he wants to take him out, respect shows that they have some sort of self self-worth and they're worth a lot. And I, I love that he does that. I love that he does that. So we need to do that in our own motherhood and our own self, whether it's career or just at home. You said something that like resonates with me. People don't take initiative to actually make it happen. And I find a lot of it just comes down to mindset. Like they tell mm-hmm. themselves all these different excuses as to why they can't, like whether it's that they don't have experience or it's like a reflection of them and their motherhood. If they don't take it, You know, we have this mom guilt that constantly comes up and no matter what you're doing, when you're doing something new, these limiting mindsets and limiting beliefs just continue to come up. You get imposter syndrome. There's all sorts of things that come up. And that's really what I talk about in the book is like so many different ones that came up for me and Mm -hmm. the story behind it and then ways to shift it and actually take action in your life. I kind of don't want you to talk about the 
the book, like the first chapter, because I want people to go read it. Read it. Yeah. <laughs> we like hit on all these things and it's like, I don't want to give it away now. Like I want people to actually read it or even listen, read it and listen to the podcast episode where you talk it out. Yeah. Where can they go if they're listening right now and they want to buy your book? Where can they go to get your book? They can get the ebook on Amazon for 99 cents. Like everybody's got a dollar. Go get it. And then you could get a signed copy off of my website or you could get the paperback copy on Amazon also. It's $15.95. Oh, okay. So while I'm waiting on my copy, I'm just going to go ahead and get the 99 cent one so I can just read it on my Kindle at night when I'm laying by my girls because that's where I get like a massive amount of reading done laying in the bed with my daughter who doesn't sleep by herself (laughs) in the dark on my Kindle. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Cool, cool. So again, Liz Morton, welcome to the room, mama. 99 cents on Amazon. Go. <laughs> yes. Go get it. Thank you. I appreciate it. you buying it. <laughs> so you have five businesses on top of the book. And again, a one-year-old and a two-year-old. Again, how? But um, <laughs> so you started this after they were born. They were little. They're still little. So you've really grown everything and started everything that you've done with these tiny little people around you and you're still doing it with the tiny people around you. Here's where everybody gets their notebook out notebooks out and we're going to write down how listed it. So we can <laughs> no tell us how did you find and how are you balancing it all? So when I first started and was like postpartum with my second one, keep in mind, like my first business was a wedding business and I had her in November, which is slow season for weddings. So I only had a couple like during the off season, but I had a lot of meetings and she actually had RSV as a newborn and my oldest was in daycare. So I only had like the newborn on me and we would work like she'd sit in my, in my arm nursing on my breast and I would pull my recliner up to my desktop and I'd put my keyboard on my lap and my mouse next to my leg and I would do everything on there. I was like, you know what? Like I'm still working, even if it's a lot slower than if it, mm-hmm. you know, if she weren't next to me. My word per minute speed is drastically slower, but I'm still getting it done. And that's the, really the mindset that I had. We attended meetings together. We attended group calls, like all sorts of things. And she was sleeping most of the time. Like she was on my breast. So nice. she she was fine. So that's like the first like four months of her life was slow season for weddings. And once it picked up again, then she went into daycare with her sister. And that's what they did. Like, Tuesday through Friday, they started off like just being in daycare. So I was able to move the needle on my business and attend the meetings that I had and all of those things happening. So I'm a believer in it. It's <laughs> me and like my, my mm-hmm. lifestyle. I was a stay at home mom before I started my businesses and I did not have the patience for it. Like I say over and over again, I'd rather have quality time than quantity of time. If it's not quality, that's what we focus on. So it's, they're in school most of the day and then we come home and my phone is like hidden so that I'm able to just focus on them. And we do dinner, we do baths, like reading, play, jumping on the bed, like all that kind of stuff. Love that you found your path and what you're doing. For moms listening who might have a one-year-old or two-year-old, they want to start like one thing and here they hear you who just had a book come out. You have a one-year-old and a two-year-old. You're getting it done. You know what I mean? Uh, What would you just say to a mom listening who wants to start something, but they feel too overwhelmed? I say brain dump, like take out a piece of paper and dump everything out of your head that you're holding on to, because I find that I hold on to everything. And that's something I think just moms do in general is like, you're afraid you're going to forget something. So you just, your brain just keeps going. 
Mm-hmm. So brain dump it so you get it all out on paper. And then you're able to see like what you have going on and you can prioritize and see, okay, this is where I'm spending my time. This is actually what needs to get done today. This doesn't have to be done until next week. And then you can carve out space to be able to work on whatever you need to do or that you want to do and that's calling you. So you'll be able to say like, okay, like this is where my kids are napping. This is when they go to bed. This is a steady time every day that I can work on this. And it's going to be a sacrifice. I'm not lying. Like it's going to be a sacrifice. You're going to have to make that decision to say like, yes, this is what I want to do. And I'm willing to sacrifice going to bed a little earlier or, you know, if it's having time with your husband or your spouse or whatever, like carving out that space that you're able to work on it. And something like my husband and I do is like, we both like work on our own things together at that time. So it's like, we're still having that quality time being together. It's just, we're working on different things at the same time. So you're going to have to find like what works for you and your relationship in your life. Maybe it's only three days a week that you get to do this. And the other four days you guys are together watching Netflix or cooking together or whatever you guys do, but you're going to have to make that sacrifice if this is what you really want and prioritize accordingly. If, for example, they want to move the needle in their business after their kids are in bed or start their business or start writing their book or start their podcast or whatever they want to do, they can carve out that time and say, okay, so let's say four days a week I'm going to work on this between the hours of eight and ten. But if something comes up and you want to spend time with your husband, like you can say, okay, I'll do this tomorrow instead. Like you have the flexibility Mm -hmm. to do that. It doesn't have to be set in stone. And it can change. Like as your kids get older and their bedtimes get later, maybe they start school and you have actually like six hours during the day to work on this stuff, then you can change your schedule. Like it doesn't have to be set in stone. Like for me with my book, I wanted to have it done by my birthday, which was in January. So I was like, let me get everything written and then I can send it over to the editor and just take it one step at a time because I wasn't going to overwhelm myself trying to plan the launch and all of these other things while I'm trying to write it too. It's like, you just Mm got to take small bites and work the step you're in also. Um, And when in doubt, like hire or connect with a friend or whatever you need to do to have that accountability also, because I am somebody that needs accountability, (laughs) like even like going to the gym or anything else. Like if I'm not in a class, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to show up. Like I need people to keep Mm -hmm. me accountable. Something else, I was listening to a podcast with James Clear and Tim Ferriss and it blew my mind because they are the authors of The 4-Hour Workweek and Atomic Habits. And they were Mm. talking about like keeping the schedule but reducing the scope when things don't go the way that you want it to so they were talking about like the importance of forming habits and so if your habit is to get up and go on the treadmill every day like say you want to do 45 minutes but you only have time for five get up and do the five minutes anyway because it's better than not doing any and that way you still Mm. keep the habit which was really mind-blowing for me because I'm like I did that actually with my book when I was writing it like every day I would get on and I wanted to do like 45 minutes, like half an hour every day. And sometimes it might've only been 10 minutes, but I still got up and wrote for those 10 minutes and you feel better when you show up. Like you, you give yourself a check on that box or a pat on the back because you actually showed up for yourself. And it's really disappointing when you don't show up and you let yourself down and you end up spiraling because you're like, well, I didn't show up for the gym. I didn't do this so I could have a milkshake. You know, it just Mm -hmm. goes down the hole from there. I get that. That's a very good mindset to have and something Mm -hmm. to remember. That can be apply to any any part of your anything life. Oh, yeah anything so good so stick good. to the schedule reduce the scope if you need to but as long as you're keeping that schedule and showing up for yourself you're going to get one percent better you're just going to keep getting better every time that you keep showing up so i am obsessed with this episode you're amazing I know, <laughs> <laughs> <This is> so good <laughs> 
I feel like a Kardashian. This is so good. (laughs) (laughs) Where can people, say again, where can people buy your book online and also connect with you to either just have a chat with you, uh, see more things you do, and just, uh, just get connected with you? So you could get the book. You could get the ebook for 99 cents on Amazon. You could get the paperback book for $15.95 on Amazon, or you could get a signed copy on my website at listmorton.com. That's L-Y-S-S-M-O-R-T-O-N.com. And on there, you can find all my socials. You can find all of the businesses. Like you can connect with me to schedule a one-on-one that we can connect. And I want to do something special for your audience. Like I want to give away three copies of the book to anybody (gasps) that shares this episode. The first three people that post and tag us both, I'll give you three copies of the book. You guys. (laughs) Oh, it's amazing. Liz, thank you so much for like doing that for my listeners. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. So get on it. So just screenshot the episode and tag us both on Instagram and I'll send the first three people a copy. Thank you for doing that, Alice. You're, you're awesome. Thank you. All right. Um, so again, thank you for being on the podcast. You're just so full of all the goodness and all the good things. So thank you for bringing that to my listeners. And also go follow her podcast. Tell us really quickly about your podcast. Yeah, it's the Making Mommy Move show. So it's anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, and we talk all about mompreneurship, work-life balance, mom guilt. I have different guests on the show every week and we jam about all that stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Moms Who Create Podcast. Also, sign up for the newsletter on momswhocreate.com. I'm also announcing the March book for our book club soon, so keep an eye out for that. You're the best. See you next week.